0: Hello and welcome to Rhythms of Grace.
1: We're back.
0: We're back. Um, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly we're uh, we're ready to get started this morning. Fully so. caffeinated and ready to <laughs> go. Yeah. Yeah, so what are we talking about today, son?
2: Well, things I wish I knew uh, in general and broadly, and I think that is, well, and I could say this for me too, like when I became a Christian in college, one of the things that was kind of ingrained in me is that everything happens for a reason, Mm -hmm. and over the years, I found that's actually not helpful. It can actually be damaging and destructive, and we'll, we'll walk that out but really sometimes uh there isn't a specific reason that something happens that's that's a hard pill for me to swallow really i,
1: I don't i don't think you're wrong okay <laughs> I, I don't think you're wrong i just have um i just have such a desire for there to be like oh. a, like a deep meaningful sort of got it reason for things mm. you know especially when it comes to suffering yeah. or or difficulty but I think you're right. I think sometimes things just happen.
2: Hmm.
1: Um so uh yeah, I mean I'm I'm curious to to hear what what else you have to say. So I'll I'll okay. reserve my judgments.
2: Oh, uh, we <laughs> talked
0: about that last yeah, week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I I'm gonna be curious to hear whether there's like a, a difference or a distinction between everything happening for a reason and mm-hmm. every. Being redeemed by God.
2: Mm, Yes. Because I
0: think I think those are different statements. Yeah. And I'm curious if we're gonna make a distinction. Yes, and
2: so I would say short answer, and we'll get to this later, but there uh, not everything happens for a reason, but in everything there is a purpose. Mm. Oh man, okay, good. I feel better. (laughs) I feel better
1: already. Your life isn't meaningless now.
0: (laughs) <laughs> all right, let's dive in. So, so, for example, that's all the time we have. For all eternity. right, <laughs> see you next week. <laughs>
2: so, I remember when, and this is true not only for myself but others. Like, if you've ever been stricken by illness or disease or whatever it is, and you have well-meaning Christians mm. who come to you and say things like, "Well, God must be up to something," mm. or uh, you know, God doesn't make mistakes. Yeah. He has a reason for this. You must be very special for God to trust you with the suffering, oh. whatever that is, right? Mm-hmm. And, and won't it be great to see how God uses this? You know, he has a special plan in this. And it's good to know that everything happens for a reason. Mm.
1: As someone who has experienced, I would say... Significant suffering in my life. Those type of comments make me so angry. Mm-hmm. They make me so angry because it just is like you. It what it ends up feeling like is like you don't even care. Mm-hmm. You just sort of want to make yourself feel better. <laughs> right. like, you're dealing with your own suffering by minimizing mine, mm-hmm. and that just feels not very loving. Quite mm-hmm. frankly,
0: I feel like I I maybe have had the opposite experience mm. where like when I went through suffering, these were the messages I was telling myself oh. where I was like, okay, everything happens. Mm-hmm. You know, I was sick for two years and, and like, you know, by, by the end of it, I was kind of like, you know, if I stopped taking these 10 medications, it would be a very simple like quick demise, mm. you know, like of, of how sick I was, um, was kind of like where I was at in in terms of processing it. And, um in and, and throughout it all I was like, okay, but everything happens for a reason. And so for me it mm. was I was so thankful that I had people in my life to say like like you can give yourself grace not to know the reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um you can give yourself grace to say like God isn't doing this to me and you don't like I don't have to figure it out. Right. And so for me it was almost like l- like the reason <laughs> no like the redemption in that was releasing the need for like yeah. to tell myself those messages
1: right like this is you don't have to you don't have this doesn't have to turn you into mother Teresa, yeah or, or yeah. whatever it just doesn't mm-hmm. have to yeah. you know so there's a, there's a worship song that we sing often and there's like this i don't know if it's like the chorus or the bridge or something <laughs> that says like you make all things work together for mm-hmm. my good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when that song comes when we get to that part my kids know i lean over and i'm like don't
2: you dare Dare sing this, line. <laughs> this is not biblical. Well, and I think that's where Christians have gotten this idea <laughs> of, well there's a reason for everything yeah mm-hmm. but oftentimes what that implies is that God uh, is the direct cause mm-hmm. of what's happening to you yeah. that because of this cause, this deeper secret mystery that God has predestined, that is why He has caused this specific incident to come across your life. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think the, uh, having a reason versus a a purpose is different. Mm -hmm. Um, And and so, yeah, let's go to Romans chapter 8, 28. Um, And it's, uh, you know, this is, it says we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. And so Christians take that and say, well, see, there is a reason for your suffering. And um, you know, and it seems to imply that everything that is happening is part of God's greater plan. That life is almost like this giant jigsaw puzzle, right. and that one day it will all make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: or even, or even that um, it's like all about you. Like like that is actually the part of that song that -hmm. that, uh, if the word my was not in there, I wouldn't have such an issue with it Mm -hmm. because it says it works together for good. Like there's like a good, there is a good, in the (laughs) same way that there is like an evil that is happening in the world, there is a good that is happening Mm -hmm. in the world. And in that sort of global context, God is, you know, working things together for good. But that doesn't mean that everything Mm -hmm. that's happening in your life is for, is like, it's not all personal, right? You know?
0: And, and that's the other, the like phrase or the word that I want to pull out of what you just said is in all, Mm -hmm. right? It's not like God works all things. It's in all things, God works Mm -hmm. for the good, or at least in the translation I'm looking at. And I think that's distinct, right? Because it's not God is doing all of this to you for your good right it's like in all the things that are happening in the world god is at work mm. for yeah. the good
2: yeah and, and that's a great point point. and that so i let me read and then per, uh retranslate am i going to be condemned for oh that? my god <laughs>
1: <laughs> skv uh, yeah song
2: <laughs> <conversion>. <laughs> <laughs> that's right i often say that uh, with my kids i joke around this is a skv oh <laughs> Um, I don't do that at church.
0: So. <laughs> well
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe I do. I, I do. I'll say, well, here's what this passage. Is. Uh so this is the uh the the translation of Romans 828. We know that all things work together for good to them that love God. I think mean, that could be retranslated to um we uh uh let me see. That we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what my translation says. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, the NIV. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Can you, what does it say one more time? The,
0: uh, mine says, We know that in all things God works, works for, for the, the good, good of those, those who, who love, love
2: Him. him. Yeah. Mm, okay. And that's different from, we know that all things work together for good. Right. Mm-hmm. For those that yeah, yeah. love yeah. Him. yeah. yeah. And, and so, yeah. So that means that whatever happens, let's say it's an accident or a tragedy, doesn't necessarily mean that it's good or necessary.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like as if God is trying to teach you a lesson and mm-hmm. this is his way of getting at you. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is often the caricature.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But knowing that, in all things that God can and will accomplish his purpose, his good purpose, no matter what. Mm -hmm. That's different than the way we often um, quote that verse. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like when someone is in
1: the midst of suffering, like how do you, how do you accurately communicate what God is doing? Like in the midst of that, like if someone is someone gets a cancer diagnosis like you can't say uh, p- or please, I'm begging all of our listeners please <laughs> don't say don't ever say like you know God, don't worry, God's gonna redeem you know yeah mm-hmm. but sort of like what then do you say
0: mm-hmm. Christine um, yeah. <laughs> um i wish I wish I had a a clear and simple answer i I think I can tell you what was helpful for me yeah. was yeah, 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 um you know when when people like reminded me that like, even, even if God is working all things for good in the world and, and that, you know, he is present and he is, you know, faithful in this moment, like we David lamented, right. Or, or um, like all of, all of the prophets were able to just be honest with God. Um, and, Like we're not, we're not God. We can't see all the pieces and that he doesn't expect us to. And so I think for me, that was something that was helpful was like, we can praise God for who he is without understanding what's happening. Um, And so I think giving people that permission was, was helpful. Um, Or yeah, giving, giving myself that permission. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, being reminded of, of who God is instead of like, someone trying to be like cookie cutter this is what's happening to you that's just never because even you know people in my life would be like oh well do you think that this is happening for this or this or this reason it's like I don't know right like yeah (laughs) and they didn't know and you know most of the time those suggestions were wrong right um or
1: even sometimes like the pain is so great like how could I even be thinking about anything but just like getting through this next literally yeah yeah yeah
0: and so I think knowing that that Jesus wept and you know, that the the prophets wept and mm. um, yeah, that, that was one thing that was helpful for me. I don't know if that's, that's a kind of unrelated, but
1: no, 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 it makes perfect sense because instead of saying sort of like um, it, it's, it's essentially saying it's focusing not on like God is doing something secret right. behind the scenes. <laughs> it's simply saying God is with you in your suffering. Like mm-hmm. God is with you in your confusion. And and you can simply be that way with God right now. Mm-hmm. I, I, I that actually is really helpful because yeah. again, I think I want there to be some jigsaw puzzle. Mm-hmm. You know, I want there to be some you know twist ending that where suddenly everything makes sense. That's what I want, mm-hmm. but it doesn't work that way. It happens on TV shows. Yeah. Oh, so maybe it does. <laughs> no, uh, but again, I I think well, that's what actually made me think of it. It's like that is where our fantasies play out. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if you look at that, it's always like, Oh, this kid who was bullied, ah, oh, he has superpowers and you know, he <laughs> saves the world or whatever. Like that's yeah. all, Oh, it all comes together. Um, that's sort of what we want, but that's just not, I haven't, it's not, I haven't found that to be true personally.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to maybe go back to your question of what do you say? I, I was talking to a woman yesterday after church. And she was like, I, my friend just got a cancer diagnosis. And she told me, Oh, I had referenced a book by Henry Nowen uh, a number of weeks ago. She's like, Oh, I'm reading it. Uh, it's called the wounded healer. She's loving it. And she was like, I, so I'm going to be visiting her, but I just don't know what to say. Mm. And, um, this was my just quick response to her. And I just said, look, uh, you, your presence is all you need to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, the other thing she said is like, oh, we've had so many fantastic memories and this and that. And and I was just like, look, you know, your presence is all the words you need to say. Like verbal words are cheap. You just being there is god's presence with her and to her and i said you know and if i were her i would want to reminisce about all the memories that you have about Mm -hmm. our shared experiences that would be so fulfilling and satisfying even in the last hours of my life Mm -hmm. is to just weep with joy over all the goodness and memories that we have shared right not these platitudes of Mm -hmm. you know well you'll be in a better place oh my goodness terrible thing to say (laughs) or um Anything, any other Christian platitudes, right? And, and I think when you're walking with people who are suffering, yeah, it, it feels really awkward to not be able to know what to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's also like your your presence, your touch uh, is the very thing that that, that they need, mm-hmm. or, or that I mean, because words cannot express the level of grief. The uh, sense of staying with um, or, or compassion—I, I, ju- I just think words fail. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and and you know, just being present and and you know, quiet when needed, also can give them the opportunity to to share what's been on their heart. You know, because yeah. a lot of times, you know, when you're sick. You do a lot of listening and, and there there isn't always a lot of space for, for talking. And so, you know, it takes a lot of silence uh, or at least, you know, for me, when, when people would kind of come over and I was feeling really bad, I'd probably be silent for like a half hour before I could formulate a thought. <sighs> um, and so there were people where I didn't say five words the whole time we were together. Um, and then there were people who, who just knew just to sit uh-huh. and and sit long enough to to be able to listen. Yeah. I think that's one thing that's, that's hard for us as humans is sitting in silence. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think the reality that we live in a fallen world is the biggest reason, I mean a big reason why I think not everything happens for a reason. You know, like let's say a tree falls and you know, damages your car. Like if you start going like, okay, why did this happen? There must be a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to drive yourself spiritually insane. Yeah. Um, hey, <clears throat> this earthquake, you know, it hit this country. Like, you know, and, and there's, again, those preachers who are like, God hates, you know, <laughs> whatever. And it's just mm-hmm. so like, look, uh, you know, the earth is just trying to bring uh, equilibrium to itself. Mm-hmm. An earthquake, really, if you think about it from the earth's perspective, is a w- way of self recalibrating to equilibrium yeah we just happen to be in the way Mm. and so sometimes there isn't a quote-unquote reason like because again like oh why did this earthquake happen oh well there was sin in that well okay so again if you take a step back you know, uh, why did that tree fall? Well, there was a windy storm the night before. It's not necessarily God trying to send you a message. Mm-hmm. It just happens because we live in an imperfect world. Sometimes it's totally an accident. Sometimes it's um, we're in the way. We get in the way of nature, um, and right. we we build our houses like <laughs> on a fault line. On a fault on line, a fall line. <laughs> <laughs> and and then we and then we blame God. Mm-hmm. Why did you do this? And again, it's like now, in uh, despite all that tragedy and suffering, God's good will and, and and His purposes will be accomplished despite tragedy and suffering. But that doesn't mean now that we have to find the reason, or mm-hmm. that God has a specific lesson that He's trying to teach us. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that that, why do you think we want that so
1: badly? Like, why do you think we want, uh, and again, I'm sort of like, is asking myself this question as well, but like, why do I so desperately want there to be a reason for everything? Why do I so desperately want there to be sort of a significant meaning behind Mm. everything that happens? Somebody help me out. I'm
0: <laughs> <dying>. <laughs> I just to. Yes. I think at least part of it is something I don't remember which of you mentioned this earlier, but this <clears throat> this desire for us to be the center of the story, mm. right? Um, yeah. Where it's like we want to be the main character, and oh, I think yeah, when you're talking about the song, like we want everything to be working together for my good. Mm. And so if everything that happens in this world is working together for my good and I'm the main character, then everything has to be part of this plot, mm-hmm. right? Like this plot line of my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, I don't know if it's ingrained in us because of human nature, if we read and watch too many movies, but <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's what comes to mind for me. No,
1: that's good. I mean, it reminds me. I mean, some of the mo- one of the most profound turning points in my life was absolutely... Um, based on sort of that change of perspective mm-hmm. where it was one of the, it was a guy who's not on staff at grace anymore, but he essentially just challenged us to think of ourselves as being in God's story, not God being in our story, you mm-hmm. know, and that shift led to, to a, some really significant, a really significant turning point for me and my family. Uh, but that's exactly what happened, mm-hmm. you know, sort of, I, I, my uh, yeah, I think my tenants used to think of myself as like the main character. It's only you, name. Oh, none of us. <laughs> Shoot.
0: Well, then why can't I be the main character?
1: If you guys are all happy to play second fiddle.
2: <laughs> uh, and and I think that's where the danger is when you think, oh, there has to be a reason for everything, and it's centered around my life because. Um, Then, and this is the argument Satan used against Job, right? If God is responsible for all this suffering, then obviously he's not very good to you. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, He's not very powerful because if it's for your good, and, and this is where as Christians, we will get angry at God. Like, you know, how is this for my good? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, how is this tragedy or this accident for my good? And and to direct a lot of that anger and blame towards God versus, uh, yeah. And there is a larger purpose where we are. Yeah. Like you were saying, Nate, we, we are invited into his story Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean we're like a pawn in, in this big chess, divine chess game, But we have an important part of that story, just like Job did. And here's the thing that's really amazing, in my opinion, with Job is uh, the whole time he's thinking, like, why is this happening to me? And yet he's praising God in it. He doesn't realize the cosmic um, wager, if you will, Mm -hmm. the the grand narrative of what was happening behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. All he could see was, from his own lens, the suffering that he was going through. Sometimes I wonder, Right, like again, not that there's a reason, uh, but there is a purpose. Like we we sit here and go, like, why is this happening to me? And I wonder if, it, uh, and maybe this might sound somewhat heretical, but it, it, is there more uh, hanging in the balance? Mm. Mm. Um, not not for my obedience, not just from one single person's obedience, but right. but okay. as God's people. Mm -hmm. Is there so much more hanging in the balance in terms of our response uh, to God in obedience Mm -hmm. to the, to, to his story. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and if that
1: were true, that would be sort of a result or a good that we would never, we won't be privy to like this side of heaven. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Which again, sort of like begins to dismantle sort of our, our hope that, there's the last, the final chapter sort of wraps everything up, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll be, I'll, I'll be heretical too. I'm with you on that <laughs> song. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. That's true. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I do. Um, I think the other thing that this also does when we try to say that everything happens for a reason is it, I think it misplaces our hope mm. in kind of answers and resolutions, kind of the side of heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a TV show, right, or a movie. We we want that nice bow. We want to go at the end of our of this season or this episode to go. Oh, this is why this happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, we're not the center of the story because so God didn't cause this rainstorm or this hailstorm to co- to happen or not because you know of my wedding or that's not it. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's often how we interpret sure. things. Like, oh God, we prayed for that would rain for our wedding, and uh, and it's like, well legitimately
1: there's a farmer on the other side of that who's praying for rain. <laughs> exactly. right like so who does god yeah. like better yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: right so again that's where some of the danger is to think like um uh, uh in this way now the question is can a bad thing ever be a good thing and we, we've been hinting around at that and talking about that right mm-hmm. um can a bad thing ever be a good thing what are your thoughts
1: I I mean, I think based on what we've been talking about, I think it's possible to say that a bad thing can be redeemed. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, like good things can come out of it, but I don't know. I don't know if I would go further than that. I don't know Mm -hmm. if I would say like sometimes a bad thing happens so that a good thing can happen. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think, again, if if we're going off the assumption that None of us are the main characters of the story. I think in some ways, like, I mean, a bad thing for someone can be a good thing, right? Like Hitler dying, bad thing. Bad for Hitler. Arguably good thing. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I think, I mean, in that sense, remembering that we're not main characters, bad things can be good things. But I think uh, if we go back to believing that we are main characters, you know, uh, I think bad things... Regardless of whether they can be good, things can be redeemed. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, that yeah. was a little bit.
1: No, I, I get it.
0: Twisty turny.
2: Yeah. No, and I, w- I would agree with you, Nate, too. I, I don't think God causes bad things to happen in order for good things to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? He doesn't say, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna create this bad thing so that." Um, and now I'm playing a little devil's advocate in my own head here. What popped into my head is like. Um, I will, you know, when God says, oh boy, now I will harden Pharaoh's heart Mm -hmm. so that my glory can be displayed. Um, so I'm playing devil's advocate there at the same time. I I think there is like you were saying, Nate, I think, yeah, a a good thing can come out of a bad thing. I mean, the crucifixion is an example, the ultimate Mm -hmm. example, right? Um, but I, I, yeah, again, I don't think God is the author yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, one of the things
1: I forget, I think, I think my wife, Amy and I were just talking about this, um, where we were talking about how even, um, especially in like Western Christianity, we don't often talk about evil. We don't often talk about evil as something that is happening in the same way that, like, God is working things for good. Mm-hmm. Like, evil is working for destruction. Yeah, and I, I'm not, I'm not putting those on like equal power levels, but mm-hmm. it's it. I think. We don't like to think about that, but all of this makes a lot more sense if you're saying like in the same way that God is working towards good, there evil is actively working against that, you know, mm-hmm. evil in the human heart, evil in the, in the spiritual realm, like, mm-hmm. and with that being the case, it's like God doesn't have to make Bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Like bad things are going to happen because people are evil, yeah. and there's evil in the world and stupid. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Yeah, let's, let's, not, <laughs> let's not forget about stupidity as the cause of of bad things happening. Yeah. Um, but. In that framework, it's, for me, it's just, I'm sort of like speaking to myself. It makes more sense for me to think, oh, yeah, no, God didn't cause that. It's mm-hmm. that evil caused that. Satan caused that. The, the You know, the depravity of the human heart caused that. And out of that, God will bring some sort of redemption. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Yeah, I, I guess as you were talking, I was like, you're right. It's of Of course we would... Um, kind of a jump to blaming God or trying to like seek a reason from God when we don't have a good like way of talking about evil yeah. um, just in the American church no. Um. yeah mm. good word Nate
1: it was mm. Amy's word all, yeah. all my good <laughs> words are let's be honest we
2: actually invited her because she was here in, in the studio to say hey another guest and she refused yeah, <laughs> she's not a, she doesn't
1: like to be on the podcast yeah. no no. She, she did it once. You. She did it once because she loves me so desperately. But that was all. That, <laughs> and was, and reached, that was
2: it. We reached the limit. <laughs> <laughs> One time guest. Uh, so that's, yeah. Uh, that's, does everything happen for a reason? Um, yeah, that's kind of uh, things I wish I knew. Not everything happens for a very specific reason uh, because of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> fun episode I hope you guys feel a lot better sorry about everybody
1: now. you're not as important <laughs> as you thought you were
0: uh, it was great to uh, chat with you guys and i'll see you next week